Chapter Five of the Red Cross Girls with Pershing to Victory by Margaret Vandercook. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Shoals. During the thirty odd years of her life, Sonya Valesky, now Mrs. David Clark, had been through many and varied adventures. Some of them, in her young womanhood in Russia, had been tragic; others merely difficult. But after a few days in Luxembourg, amid the effort to establish the temporary Red Cross hospital. Sonya believed that she had rarely suffered a more trying interlude. It was not the actual work of the hospital arrangements or the care of the sick. Of the first, Miss Blackstone took charge, and she was eminently capable. For the second, Dr. Hugh Raymond was responsible. Both of them had able assistants. The upper part of the house was set apart for the care of the officers and soldiers suffering from influenza, and there were about 20 cases. The second floor was reserved as sleeping quarters for the staff with a few extra rooms for patients who were ill and in need of attention from other causes, so they should not be exposed to contagion. On the lower floor was a reception room, dining room, and kitchen with the drawing room for convalescents. But as usual, Sonia Clark's task was looking after the Red Cross nurses, seeing not only that they were in good health, but as happy and contented as possible, giving their best service and in little danger of breakers ahead. Nevertheless, within 48 hours after the passing of the American troops through Luxembourg, it appeared to Sonia that some unexpected change had taken place in her group of Red Cross nurses. What they were actually ordered to do, they did in a fairly dutiful fashion, but the old enthusiasm, the old passionate desire for service had vanished. Among the entire group of nurses, a relaxation of discipline had taken place. The excitement of their journey, the knowledge that the war had ended in the Allied victory, a natural desire for pleasure after so long a strain apparently possessed them alike except nora jamison who was comparatively new to the work and seemed in every way an unusual girl frankly bianca zoli confessed to sonya not long after their arrival in luxembourg that she was weary of the endless waiting upon the nurses and patients and needed a short rest and sonya agreed that this was true Bianca was younger than any member of their Red Cross unit and had been faithful and untiring in her devotion for many months during the final Allied struggle for victory. Moreover, Bianca also appeared slightly depressed, and Sonia wisely guessed this was partly due to the long separation from Carlo Navarro, which Bianca must see was inevitable. With his regiment, Carlo was moving toward the Rhine, and nothing was apt to be less in his mind for the time being than his friendship for the young girl whom he undoubtedly regarded only in a semi-brotherly spirit, composed of indifference and affection. Since the greater part of the nursing at the temporary hospital in Luxembourg was the care of the soldiers who were ill with influenza, and feeling that Bianca was not altogether in the right state of health to battle with the contagion, Sonya requested Miss Blackstone to permit her to have a half-holiday, doing no work that was not voluntary. But with Nona Davis and Mildred Thornton, the two Red Cross nurses who had given the most valuable personal service since the outbreak of the war, the situation was more serious and far more difficult to meet. They did not neglect their duties. This would have been impossible to either of them. And yet, in a way, it was plain that they were no longer wholly absorbed by them and to use an old expression, their hearts were no longer in what they were doing. Yet Sonya understood. Both girls were engaged to be married to young American officers who were at present in the United States. With the signing of the armistice, they had hoped to return home. It was possible they had made a mistake in agreeing to Dr. Clark's request that they remain for a time longer in Europe, 
forming a part of his red cross unit who were to care for the soldiers of the american army of occupation with mildred thornton the engagement was comparatively recent during the latter part of july she had nursed through a dangerous illness following a wound an american lieutenant who together with carlo navara had crossed into the german lines securing important secret information afterwards invaluable to marshal Falk. of longer standing was nona davis's romance which had not been of such plain sailing in the early months after the entry of the united states into the world war in an american camp in france she had met and renewed an acquaintance with lieutenant john martin which had begun as children years before in the old city of charleston south carolina soon after lieutenant martin had declared his affection but believing him arrogant and domineering nona had not at the time returned his love later meeting again upon a united states hospital ship coming back from france nona had discovered lieutenant martin now captain martin blinded through a gallant action on the battlefields of france it was then that their former positions were reversed for captain martin would not accept a devotion which he believed born of pity and declined marrying nona unless his sight were restored a short time before a letter from new york announced that after an operation captain martin had the right to believe his sight would be fully regained therefore would nona marry him as soon as it could be arranged and nona's answer had been to cable yes however both mildred thornton and nona davis having already sacrificed so much to their four years of red cross service in europe had decided to make this ultimate sacrifice in the postponing of their happiness yet here during the temporary pause of their red cross unit in luxembourg sonya was able to see that the two girls were finding their self-surrender harder to accept bravely than they had anticipated whenever it was possible without neglecting their duties they were apt to wander off for mutual sympathy and confidences even sonya found herself often ignored or forgotten sometimes she feared that they might harbor a slight resentment because it was her husband dr david clark who had asked the personal sacrifice with two other of her red cross nurses sonya had neither much sympathy nor understanding ruth carroll had never interested her particularly she was a large quiet girl ordinarily a dutiful and fairly reliable nurse but without special gifts although as a matter of fact dr clark had not shared in his wife's disparaging opinion however sonya knew herself to be prejudiced and not so much by ruth herself as by reason of her close friendship with theodosia thompson and the younger girl's undoubted influence upon her thea had been right in her supposition that mrs clark neither liked nor trusted her particularly although sonya herself had scarcely been aware of her own point of view until after the beginning of the journey of her red cross unit toward germany since then sonya was not at all sure that thea might not prove an uncomfortable if not an actually mischievous influence one of dr clark's old students at a prominent new york medical university and afterwards his assistant dr hugh raymond was a young physician in whom the older man had extraordinary confidence and for whom he had hoped great things in the red cross hospital near chateau thierry he had done splendid and untiring work but both sonya and her husband had often smiled over the young doctor's apparent dislike of women and girls not even with sonya herself had he been willing to be more than coldly friendly yet since the movement of their unit toward the rhine sonya had noticed an odd change in him at first it had appeared as if thea's attempts to make him show an interest in her had simply annoyed him later she seemed to provoke him recently sonya believed thea was having a marked effect upon him sometimes aggravating and other times pleasing him and although sonya believed she understood human nature she also realized that nothing would irritate her husband more profoundly than to discover any kind of personal feeling existing between his nurses and physicians 
During all the Red Cross work in Europe from this complication, they had been singularly free. Moreover, Sonya did not consider that Theodosia Thompson was seriously interested in Dr. Raymond. It was her personal opinion that Thea simply desired admiration and attention because her nature was restless and dissatisfied. And it was with the two nurses, Ruth Carroll and Theodosia Thompson, that Sonya had her first real grievance since the beginning of her Red Cross work. Among the patients who had been brought to the temporary Luxembourg hospital was Major James Hersey, who had been in command of a battalion near Chateau Thierry and had been taken ill with influenza along the route of the march toward Germany. Perhaps Major Jimmy had been longing too ardently to accompany his picked troops to the left bank of the Rhine. However, he was at present pretty seriously ill. All day Sonya had been caring for him, and about four o'clock in the afternoon she was beginning to feel that she was growing too tired to be left alone. Major Hersey was delirious, and already it was long past the hour when Theodosia Thompson had been expected to relieve her. Yet she continued to wait patiently, not daring to leave her charge, even for a moment. Four o'clock passed, and then five, and no one entered the sick room, not even one of the Red Cross physicians, and Sonya had been expecting a call from Dr. Raymond sometime during the afternoon. At a little after five, Miss Blackstone stepped in unannounced. She was the superintendent of the hospital, and Sonya discovered her looking both worried and worn. She was a large, plain, middle-aged woman who had worked with Dr. Clark for a number of years before his marriage to Sonya, and although she and Sonya had not liked each other in the early days of their acquaintance, they had become far more friendly since. I am more sorry than I can say, Mrs. Clark, not to have sent someone in to help you, but the most amazing thing has happened. Just after lunch, Miss Thompson and Miss Carroll asked permission to take a short motor ride with Dr. Raymond and Dr. Mendel. Dr. Raymond assured me himself that they would not be gone over an hour. It has been much nearer three hours, and I hardly know what to do. Some accident must have occurred. What do you think we should do? Sonia shrugged her shoulders. Do? Why, nothing but wait. I have an idea nothing has happened beyond the fact that they have forgotten their responsibilities. End of chapter 5